You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm your host, Chris Anthank, and welcome to the Canine Master Radio Show. Today, we're going to talk about poop eating or something called coprophagia. And coprophagia is the behavior of where your dog is eating his own poop or perhaps another dog's poop. This is an absolutely disgusting habit that many, many people experience every single day. So we're going to talk about that and how to fix it. And the other thing we're going to talk about today is called Pika syndrome. And Pika syndrome is when a dog actually consumes objects that aren't food. Things like socks and underwear and rocks and stones and acorns. Pika syndrome is also a very real problem with dogs today. And I'm going to talk about how we fix these things and make these things go away. We have lots to cover today and we'll get started right after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Put on a perfectly possum pet party. Having an awesome birthday or adoption day celebration for your four-legged friend? Or just want a fun excuse to throw a fun party with your friends from the dog park? Deck out your party with Molly and Bandit Pet Party Accessories, party products designed specifically for pets. There are wearables, including adjustable pet party hats, bow ties, and tutus. The photo prop kits include funny glasses and hats. The party supplies and decorations include coordinating table covers, party banners, cake decorations and treat bowls, cups and bags. Everything you need to create great memories and Instagram-worthy photos. They're available in two colorful themes, Tropical and Fireman. It's a dog's life. Celebrate it with Molly and Bandit Pet Party at mollyandbanditpetparty.com slash petlife. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. So what is coprophagia? Again, it's the consumption of feces, of either your own dog's feces or another dog's feces. You know, it starts, it's an instinctual thing that dogs eat poop. It sounds disgusting, but many dogs love it. Sort of like eating, I don't know, for us, like having pate or something. When a mother has its puppies, what she'll do is in her den, when she has, and you'll see this in a whelping box, she'll actually eat her puppies' poops to keep the den clean. She'll lick their anuses in order to clean them or to stimulate them to go, actually, in some ways. While this is a normal during this time, by the time the puppies grow up, the mother usually has stopped this act of eating the dog's poops, and the dogs develop their own den instinct where they go outside and go to the bathroom. So what do we do in these situations? I'm going to talk about this, but first, let's talk about some other reasons why dogs do this. Everybody today uses, for small dogs, they use wee-wee pads, and wee-wee pads can actually add to dogs eating their own poop. What happens is the dog goes to the bathroom on the wee-wee pad. And the dog leaves, and because instinctively dogs don't want to poop in their own den, they'll actually eat the poop to cover it up. So wee-wee pads, in many cases, will actually contribute to dogs eating their own poop. So if you are going to use a wee-wee pad, make sure you put the wee-wee pad in a place in your apartment or your house that's far away from the living quarters. The worst thing you can do is stick the wee-wee pad in the midst of where you're living 
And that's going to make your puppy much more likely to eat its own poop. There's also problems with dietary deficiencies, enzymes. People have thought for years, it's, is it a dietary problem? Yeah, it could be. I think that it's not as common as some of the other reasons. I think that basically the dog's poop just tastes really good. It also comes from boredom. I think that sometimes when your dogs are bored and they see poop, they smell it, they eat it. It's another reason why dogs eat their own poop. Here's the other thing that I will tell you never to do. When your dog goes to the bathroom outside, and then you quickly follow up with your pooper scooper and you clean it up. What do you think your dog is seeing? What do you think your dog is thinking that you're doing? Your dog is thinking, oh my gosh, my master wants the poop. So there you are cleaning it up and putting it in a bag and you're actually creating in the dog's mind a scarce resource. So here we go quickly to pick up the poop and all of a sudden the dog is going, oh, they want the poop too. This poop must be great stuff. Let's all get over there and grab the poop. And then the dog, of course, gets over there and thinks this is a great idea. So if you are uh, pooper scooping your dog after he goes to the bathroom, if you are pooper scooping after your dog goes to the bathroom, what I recommend is doing it when your dog isn't in the same area. Now, that's really hard when you're on a leash, you're walking, and your dog is on a leash, and he goes to the bathroom. What I try to tell people to do is just try to get your dog sort of distracted onto something else. Don't be in a big rush to go and pick up the poop. Don't let your dog see, oh my God, he's rushing to get it. Because what happens is, again, in the dog's mind is, is that you want the poop. You want to consume it. You want it. Everybody wants it. And it becomes that scarce resource. So these are some of the reasons why dogs do eat their own poop. So another thing is, you know, people have come up with crazy ideas over the years. And I'll be honest with you, over the last 25 years of dog training, I have myself some pretty whacked out things to make poop eating go away. That, by the way, many of them did not work. Years ago, we used to use a product called Accent. Accent was like an MSG product, and we used to sprinkle it in the dog's food. And what would happen was the dog would eat it, and then it was supposed to make the poop taste bad if the dog went to eat it. Well, I never saw that work. There's another product that you can get from your veterinarian called Deter. I have tried that as well, and many of my clients have. It doesn't work. You put it on, I honestly think it makes the poop even taste better and they eat more. So Accent and Deter, this MSG thing, is not a solution that I have found. or had, I've never seen anybody have any success with that. Another thing that you could do is, you know, add hot sauce or, or red pepper sauce onto the poop in the yard. So if your dog goes outside and you put hot sauce and red pepper sauce, I have seen very little results with this. And I think actually it just doesn't work. I think that these two options are just not things that you should try. I would go right on to the other things I'm going to talk about a little later. Here's something that I did years ago. I had a client whose dog was eating its own poop. It was a Labrador retriever and the people were going bananas. They gave me the dog and they said, please, the dog is eating its own poop and it's driving me nuts. So I had heard of somebody using electric shock and I hate electric shock, by the way, but I put a shock collar on the dog. This goes back maybe 15, 20 years ago. I put a shock collar on the dog, and when the dog took his poop, that was great. And then when he went back to eat it, I gave him a little zap. Well, you know what? It worked once, it worked twice, and then the dog did a very peculiar behavior. He would poop, and right after he pooped, he'd jump away from the poop. But then later on, he'd go right back and eat it again. So the electric idea is just a bad idea. And again, I'm not a proponent of electric shock anyway, so I'd stay away from that. You know, you got to rule out, first of all, that your dog may have an illness. 
many dogs will eat another dog's poop if the dog is ill. So make sure if your dog is a big poop eater that either the dogs that he's living with or around aren't ill or sick because that's instinctual. Dog packs, whether it's wild dogs or wolves, will many times eat a sick dog's poop to protect the weak so that other predators won't come and get them. So if your dog is eating another dog's poop or even its own poop, you might want to rule out either a medical condition or a nutritional deficiency. Here's the other thing that I will tell you is a lot of times who are the worst poop eaters are high drive dogs. Dogs that have this the worst are many times high food drive dogs. So what I recommend you to do in those cases, if I have a dog that just has is a bottomless pit, you might try free feeding. You want to make sure that you're not a breed that typically can get gastrotorsion or bloat. But if you put down the food all the time and your dog isn't so hungry all the time, or maybe even some more frequent feedings, this can actually help with a dog that's eating poop because he's just so gosh darn hungry. Here's the things that we can try doing. First of all, you can try increasing the fiber. Increasing the fiber. Things like pumpkin, things like zucchini. These things can really help. If you give that to your dog, it actually makes the poop taste bad. So what I do is I take about a quarter cup for a medium-sized dog, medium to a large-sized dog, I'll take a quarter cup of zucchini or pumpkin, mix that in with the food, and the taste on the other end isn't very good. So you'll find that your dog really doesn't like the taste of it, and that may help a lot. The other thing that you might try is putting a spice called papain powder. It's P-A-P-A-I-N, powder. I put a little bit of that in there, like a teaspoon, and that also has been shown to really deter dogs from eating their own poop. Another thing, but you got to be careful, is brewer's yeast. A small, small quarter of a teaspoon of brewer's yeast. I've seen brewer's yeast can sometimes, if you give too much, it actually can cause that gastrotorsion or bloat. So a small amount of brewer's yeast in the diet. I sort of sprinkle the brewer's yeast on there and, and even the papain powder, I might sprinkle it on like sort of salt and pepper. And that really could be quite just enough. Apple cider vinegar. It has to be organic. And I would put in about a teaspoon um, into the meal for every 30 pounds of dog. So if your dog is 60 pounds, put in two teaspoons. Apple cider vinegar in the food. It has to be organic. I don't know why, but that's the only one that seems to work. Years ago, we used to think that a lower protein diet worked. Well, you know what? This actually is now reversed. Now everybody says, try the raw diet, you know, all meat and bones. A raw diet or a dehydrated diet or even a high protein kibble many times will help the dog not want to eat its own poop. So we used to think it was low protein and now all of that has changed. And now the research is showing that it's high protein. All right. I'm going to give you a website that I have used and think this woman, Vernon Lee from dogpoopdiet.com. She's dedicated a whole website just to poop eating. That's how big this problem is. Dog poop, D-O-G-P-O-O-P diet.com. Her name is Vernon Lee. If you register, she even writes you emails and gives you hints all the time. She really has a great website to really help you through with this problem. So I would absolutely try that. Getting a hold of Vernon Lee on her website and she will give you little tidbits of information along the way. And I find it very, very helpful. Okay. We're going to come back to you in a little bit and talk about Pika syndrome after a word from our sponsors. Sit. 
Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. What if you could protect the life of your cat with something so simple and affordable that you already use every day? Get ready for the evolution of kitty litter. It's Pretty Litter. Along with all the features you've come to expect from your kitty litter, Pretty Litter's patented and scientific formula will also monitor your cat's health and detect illnesses early while providing industry-leading odor control. Two kitty litters, same cat, same price. But there's one important difference. Pretty Litter reacts to your cat's waste by detecting health issues simply by changing color. And the key is that Pretty Litter detects these issues before your cat shows symptoms of physical illness or pain, likely saving you major dollars in vet bills while protecting the health of your cat. What do you think, little guy? Ready to switch litter? Pretty Litter. Colorful insight into your cat's health. Go to prettylittercats.com forward slash cat 101 or use coupon code cat 101 to get 20% off your first subscription order. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to the Canine Master Radio Show here on Pet Life Radio. So what is PICA? P-I-C-A. PICA is when a dog will eat a non-food item, such as your socks, your underwear, a piece of shoe, stones, sticks, and they actually digest them and consume them to own them. You see, what happens is when a dog is outside and your dog is starting to swallow rocks. We see a lot of this starts to happen with puppies. What people do is they, they get a new puppy, they go outside, and the puppy will pick up a stick. And immediately, the paranoid owner is going to go, oh my God, my dog has a, a stick. And they reach down and they, they try to pry open the jaws, and then they pull out the stick, and the dog is like, oh my gosh, you want this object. Problem is with that is, is that you're actually teaching the dog that it's a scarce resource, that the stone or the stick or the wood chip or the sock that they've grabbed is actually something that you want. So what I recommend doing is yeah, you don't do that because if the dog starts to think that you want the object, they're going to start swallowing the object as quickly as they can so that they get it and they win. So one of the things you never want to do is when your dog has grabbed a stick, and of course this happens when people first get their eight or 12 week old puppies and your dog grabs an object, first of all, many times it won't matter. Many times the stick is not going to make them choke. You know, let them, if it's not hurting the dog, let them just have it, try to redirect them and they'll drop it. You might try grabbing a squeaky ball or you might call them to you with a treat. Many times the dog will just drop it. But if every time your dog grabs an object, you race over and try to get it out of their mouth, they're going to start developing PICA syndrome. And I have seen this happen many, many times. And you know what happens when this happens? We get blockage. We bring our, our dog to the veterinarian and they cut out you know, chunks of their intestines. And this becomes a really expensive procedure. And it can be dangerous to your dog. I've seen dogs actually die from PICA syndrome. So what do we do if our dog has this problem? Again, I talked about redirecting. 
You also want to make sure that when your dog has the object, that you don't come down hard on them and correct them. Again, act like nonchalant. Be like, oh, well, hey, come on, George. Let's come come over here, George. And, and clap your hands and redirect them. And pretty soon they're going to think, oh, it's not a big deal. You can also do things like teach them to leave it. So what I do is when I have a dog that is grabbing objects, I am going to actually teach that dog the leave it command. I try taking a clicker, I'll get some treats in my pocket, some high quality food treats, something like maybe, you know, a hot dog or the best darn treat my dog likes. And when my dog walks over and he goes to look at something that maybe he's not really looking to pick up, I'm actually going to have a clicker in my hand, I'm going to have some treats in a bait pouch, and I'm going to say to my dog, leave it, get his attention. When he turns away from the stone or whatever he's trying to pick up, I'm going to hit that clicker and give him a treat. I'm going to mark him leaving it. So teaching your dog leave it would be a really good thing to do for this behavior if your dog is picking things up. You know, I have a client that I've known for years. I think I'm on her second dog training her dog. And and recently she came to me with this very issue. Her name is Diane and she has a new dog named Jackson. And I watched her literally creating her dog to have Pika syndrome. This puppy was picking up everything when she was walking around. And she was, she was running around to Jackson, grabbing everything out of her mouth. So I'm going to have my friend Diane call in right now and, and let's talk to her and see how her progress is going. Hello? Hi, Diane. It's Chris Anthang from Canine Master. How are you? Hi. I am so happy to have you on my show. And I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about your dog, Jackson. How's Jackson doing? He's doing very well. Thank you. Yeah. So, so Diane, you know, I've known you for a long time. I think, how many years has it been, Diane, that we've been working together? It's got to be 16 years because you trained my other dog, Hunter, 15 years ago. Hunter, what a great dog. He was a great dog. And he's a border terrier. And the new dog you have, Jackson, he's a border terrier as well? Yes, he is. All right. So I know, you know, let me tell you a little bit. Diane, you have a marine store and your dogs are a big part of your life. So I know that Hunter used to hang out with you at your store all the time, correct? Yes, that's right. Every day. Every day. And he was such a great dog, wasn't he? Thanks to you. Yes, he was. <laughs> well, thanks for that. No, you did a lot of good work with Hunter. But you know, Jackson is how old now? He's, he's like 12 weeks old? That's 13? Jackson's about the three months. Yeah. About 12 weeks old. Okay. So yeah. recently, yeah. I'm just going to describe this for the audience, but recently you came to me with a problem where Jackson was actually picking up everything that he came across off the ground. Is that right? Everything. Everything in sight. Rocks, paper, you name it. All right. So what was your feeling? Were you going crazy on it? or what Yeah, I felt a little helpless because he wasn't even focusing on going to the bathroom. He was just focusing on what he could put in his mouth yeah. and how fast. Yeah, really. And you were worried. I mean, you were worried that he was going to choke and have to go to the vet? Yeah, and I thought maybe he was going to swallow something that would not come out. Did you even call your veterinarian about this? I thought you did, right? Um, no, no, I, I don't think I did. I think I spoke to you or called you. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, so what happened was is that Jackson was grabbing everything. And what were you doing, Diane, that was aggravating the problem? We talked about it. Oh, I was taking everything out of his mouth, everything. Every time I saw something, I was like, grabbed it real quick out of his mouth, which I think was probably the worst thing. So quickly, what Diane and I, what I work with Diane is I said, Diane, just what I was just describing, we're going to redirect him. What were you finding was the best way to redirect him, Diane? 
like you said, to let him let him eat the stuff. But you also let him, let were him actually eat. clapping your hands or come on, Jackson, let's go. So he would start. Oh, yes, to, yes, yes. So he was starting not to eat everything and, and, and you redirected him and he started now. He's is he doing better now, Diane? Or how are we doing now? How are we progressing? Better. He's doing much better. Oh my God. It's, it's, it really is amazing. I'm not even really thinking about that much anymore at all. Much better. Well, it really is amazing. We actually can create our own problems when it comes to dog training. Many of the behavioral problems that I see, if we just let the dogs be by themselves, we find that we don't get have these problems. I mean, how many dogs on the streets in, in India or Thailand or street dogs or coyotes are picking up sticks and having things ripped out of their mouths? They really don't develop PICA syndrome. It's not even an issue for a wild dog. But certainly we get involved and we want to just get everything taken out of the dog's mouth because we're, we're so worried about our dogs and making sure that they're healthy and making sure they don't eat the wrong thing that we actually create our own problems over and over and over again. I kind of think that that's what was happening with you, Diane. Yes, I do believe it. And, you know, even when I stopped, people that saw me, I saw him eating stuff, we're trying to take it out of his mouth, but I said, no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, we always do want to, if you see something dangerous, something sharp, we do want to remove that from his mouth. But then very quickly, what I would do is, is just distract him and get the dog just moving in another direction. Well, I tell you, Diane, I'm so happy to hear it. And, and how's this training going, Diane? How are we doing with this training? Oh, very well. Thank you. You uh, With your guidance, he's already knows how to sit and sit down and calm and everything. Amazing. Oh, that's great. And is he walking nicely on the leash now? Yes, he is. Well, that's great, Diane. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that, Diane. And listen, thanks for calling in today. And, you know, and I look forward to talking to you and seeing you at our next lesson. But I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. All right. Will you take care, Diane? You too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was great to talk to Diane. And I will tell you, her dog, Jackson, is really, really a smart little border terrier. And much like her last dog, you know, this woman is so dedicated to her dog. And really, the dog is really a huge part of her life at work. And, you know, we see that we really are trying to do the right thing for our dogs. But many times we actually create the problems um, that we're trying to fix later on. So I have Jamie here. And Jamie, I think we have a couple of questions from our listeners. We do. Our first question is from Mary from Ohio. She says, we have a six-month-old dachshund who loves her own poop. I've tried everything, and now she's even eating other dogs' poop at the park. It's driving us crazy. It's so disgusting. How can I correct her when I see her eating the poop? Well, what I would do is I wouldn't actually correct her because sometimes, again, that makes the dog think that you want the poop. I actually would just redirect her. You know, if we correct a dog hard for when it has an object, many times it actually makes the dog want to own it even more. You've seen resource guarding, and a lot of times, and we'll talk about this in a future program, but resource guarding comes from when you overcorrect the dog when it has the object. You know, we really don't ever want to do that. We want to actually reward the dog for giving up the object. So that goes for pooping as well. If, if my dog is eating poop, I might squeak a squeak ball if he likes a ball or grab a treat, call them over to us, and, and try to get them just to realize that that's not important, that better things are over in this corner or on this side of the yard. And that many times will help with those issues. Okay, our next question is from Jennifer in Boston. We just got a lab puppy and she puts everything in her mouth. While I know that's normal, I'm not sure what's safe for her to chew on, especially outside. She loves sticks and leaves. Is that okay? Well, you know, it is. You know, sticks and leaves are are natural objects outside. And dogs will eat grass as well. You know, one of the things is if I find that my dog is eating a lot of sticks and leaves... 
One of the things that I have found helpful is actually to add more fiber. You can do this by adding a spoonful of Metamucil. Metamucil is, you know, we use for regularity. It adds fiber to the intestines and water and helps things pass. So if you find that your dog is actually eating a lot of sticks and leaves, you might try putting a spoonful of Metamucil in with some water in the food, and that's going to actually help the items pass. I find that that's an old secret that my grandmother gave me years ago. Okay, our last question is from Tom from Texas. He writes, I have a two-year-old golden retriever mix who every time I walk through the door grabs an object like a stuffed animal or a sock and brings it to me to show it to me. I think it's adorable, but I wonder if there isn't something more to this behavior and would love your input. Well, this is interesting, Tom. You know, many dogs will grab an object upon greeting. They also, many dogs upon greeting, will go to their owners and put their mouth on their arm or their hands. This is not aggression. This is actually the act of where the dog is kind of claiming you. A mother will do this to her puppies. Puppies come back to the whelping box and the mother will put their mouth around the dog's head or, or muzzle. This is very common. It is is actually to claim ownership is what I have seen. And, and it's interesting, a dog that grabs an object and brings it to you upon greeting is a dog that really is maybe realigning this behavior, meaning your dog may be, instead of grabbing your arm, is grabbing an object and doing that instead because maybe you've corrected them for putting their mouth on you. So I wouldn't really be concerned if your dog is grabbing an object upon coming when you come home and greeting you. I used to have a dog that did the exact same thing, one of my Dobermans years ago. Every time I came home, she would quickly pick up one of my shoes and bring it to me. Very normal. I see this all the time. And usually it's a dog that is very much dedicated and loving and also just is really excited to see you and redirects the behavior of trying to own you and grabs the object instead. You know, Jamie, why don't you tell us how people can ask questions to me and I can help them with their dogs? Okay, great. Well, now all of you can have access to all of Chris's knowledge about pets. All you have to do is go to our website, caninemaster.com, and you can click on Ask the Canine Master. You can even upload your photos or videos so we can see exactly what's going on. But also, you can follow us on Twitter at caninemaster. And if you use the hashtag AskCanineMaster, we'll be able to see all of your questions and hopefully get back to everything everybody and maybe even have you on the show. Hashtag Ask Canine Master. A-S-K-C-A-N-I-N-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. All right. Well, that's it for today. Please be sure to visit us on caninemaster.com. That's C-A-N-I-N-E master.com. Click on Ask the Canine Master and leave your questions for me. And I'll do my best to get back to you. And I may even have you call into the show with your questions. So send me your videos and photos so I can see what's going on with your dog and I can try to help you master the solution with your dog. Goodbye for now. See you next time on Canine Master Radio, where I will help you to continue to master the relationship with your dog. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.